Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Faked. We are back to our regularly scheduled content of counterfeit items. Um, If you were following us for the past couple episodes, we were doing a series of worldwide travel scams in which you can go back and check them out if you're into traveling or just more interested into uh, the travel side of scams and uh, counterfeit experiences versus uh, items. So this this uh, particular episode is going to be about apps, uh, and no, I'm not talking about like appetizers, because um, I'm sure there are some fake appetizers out there, which would probably fall into an interesting Venn diagram of like um, what's actually good or like uh, what they're disguising as something like maybe some people believe that cauliflower um, wings, you know, cauliflower wings, maybe those are those are counterfeit. Those are fake wings, but uh, they're delicious. I like them anyways. Okay, tangent aside, we're talking about apps that you download on your app, on your phone, or um, on your tablets. I have most Actually, some computers have them too, but we're going to be talking about what makes uh, apps so valuable and what are most what are the most valuable apps out there and what uh, makes them fake. Like what makes some of them fake? How can you fake an app? How do you de- how do you determine if something's fake? Um, are they just misrepresenting a larger you know, like TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or something like that? So let's just let's hop into what are the most popular apps? Now this was this was from twenty twenty one and this is a global download. So TikTok, uh, six uh, six hundred fifty six million people, so over half a billion people are on TikTok. That is tremendous amount of um commerce space that's being occupied that is a tremendous amount of time that um this company is uh basically getting money from people's time that's renting people's times so that's why it's so valuable is you're talking about 656 million downloads just in 2021 that means 2020 probably had its own downloads uh which add to that number, which is an insane amount. Uh, we go then to Instagram, 545 million, Facebook, 416 million, WhatsApp, 395 million, Telegram, 329 million, and Snapchat, 327 million, Zoom, 300 million, which obviously um, is kind of an isolated thing because of the pandemic. A lot of people weren't downloading Zoom, but people had to download Zoom during the pandemic. So Facebook Market uh, Messenger, 268 million. CapCut, 255 million. And Spotify, 203 million. And also, I'm going to plug my own app. And that uh, pertains more to our travel series. It's called Fair is Fair. It's only on the Android market. It is real and genuine. That is F A R E is F A I R. Basically, your roadmap to being able to negotiate uh, fair prices when you're going places. And fair, I'm meaning taxis and not like fair to get into a, um, or like on a taxi cab or, or I mean not taxi on a, uh, boat, you know, like fair to get on a boat or something like that. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, so that is, uh, not as globally popular, but we're getting there. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to check that out, that is on Android marketplace. Figured I'd do a little plug there, but let's get into the actual brunt of this 
particular episode. Let's see what are fake apps exactly, okay? Fake apps are designed to trick users into believing they are legitimate applications so that they can do their dirty job. So the intentions might vary, okay? So some fake Android apps will show you annoying ads while others might monitor your activity, install malware, and steal personal information. So they typically fall into three categories, okay? Let's let's uh, one, two, three these out. First off, the imposters, okay? These fake apps mimic successful ones like we just talked about. Trying to look like the original, they might have the same interface, the same description, even the same name to trick users. Once you download an imposter, it can leave you with malware in an empty bank account, okay? Now, these are just going to outline them. We'll get into how can you determine whether these are fake or not and how to get around them. So, Potentially harmful applications, that's the number one, okay? A flashlight, a calorie checker, a step counter. These are, well, there are plenty of apps that do what they promise behind the scenes. They are infecting your smartphone and stealing data. So that's the harmful applications. There's the imposters, harmful, and inappropriate content. So inappropriate content, these are apps promoting pornography, illegal activities, violence, or hate speech. It can be a simple alarm clock or a racing game. Um, Jeez, that's a yeah racing game. That would be like a way to promote hate speech, I feel like, since it's like already got the word race in it. Jeez, my gosh. Constantly bombarding you with inappropriate ads or redirecting you to harmful websites. So that one sounds more of a trolly kind of thing, I would say. More trolling than anything. But uh, I guess people are making money off these ads. So um, I guess there's a desire to do that. Okay. All right, so if you type calculator in the search bar on Google Play, you will see endless results. I mean, how many calculators do we need? Jace, doesn't this make you wonder why there are so many of them? Okay, so the short answer is that some Android apps are malicious. Okay, fake apps can reside for months on Google Play before they are removed. So, again, it's probably a continuous cycle. The one Once it gets removed, they already have the raw data. They're just going to rename and upload, and then it's going to be on for another couple months, and they just... No, they're they're a little more vigilant about it. It's just not consistent, okay? So big international companies like Facebook or Twitter have dedicated teams that chase fake apps across the internet and get rid of them. So there is a little bit of policing on that. Um, But startups or smaller companies rarely have the resources to afford afford such a luxury when it comes to this. So Shingari is one uh, one such unfortunate company. So this successful Indian uh, Indian short video app has dozens of counterfeits on Google Play. And some of them have been downloaded thousands of times. So the developers of Shingari have uh, reported the issue to Google multiple times, but not much has changed as new copycats keep appearing. So that just shows you that these independent but widely used companies that may have like a small profit margin... Um, or just as a really locked-in uh, population or demographic, seems like they can't combat it as much. So it seems like you have to have an internal team in order to combat it, even though it's not, you know, it's on Google Play. It's not on your um, platform. So here's how to identify fake apps. These are just some of the quick run-throughs. So check the reviews, okay? If the app rating is low and many users complain about the service, it's a red flag, but uh, you should also be beware of positive reviews, okay? As some of them can be fake. We've talked about that, okay? So always take them with a big dose of skepticism. We always, that's what we're trying to instill is a bit of skepticism in everybody's life, um, which I know, again, sounds a little nihilistic, but again, 
it's good to be the skeptic because maybe in your group of friends, you're the only one and you're on a trip somewhere and suddenly your skepticism has saved you thousands of dollars. So it's good. Okay, so look for grammar mistakes, okay? App creators usually polish their details to perfection, okay? It takes a long time to make an app, or at least first time around, because there's a lot of data you have to put into it. I know it took a while to get ours up on it, and you didn't want to misspell anything. Uh, you want to make sure everything was really, really nice, because it's pretty hard to update it later. So look for grammar mistakes, okay? If you spot any grammar mistakes or type uh, type graphical errors, I guess, uh, it's enough to kind of raise an eyebrow, I would say, especially if it's like coach or, you know, some really big, uh, huge company. Okay. So check the number of downloads. Okay. That's another one is legitimate Android apps have millions or even billions of downloads. I will tell you mine doesn't. So when you do see fair is fair, don't be taken away from the fact that maybe it doesn't have a million or billion downloads. Okay. It's new. If you see a popular app with only several, several thousand downloads, it's most likely a counterfeit. So that's kind of the difference right there. If you see TikTok and it says 7,000 downloads, yeah, it's probably not it. All right, so research the developers, okay? Always check the developer's reputation and see what other products they've released. Imposters sometimes use the same name as the original app creators, uh, changing only one or two letters. If you don't read every syllable through uh, thoroughly, it can be hard to spot the difference. So if you see like, I guess Mark Zuckerberg wouldn't be on Facebook, but it'd be like, metaverse and they put like metiverse like with an e that might be a way that they can just be like oh this is it uh, clearly i mean look how close it is okay so next is be cautious about images and screenshots so malicious apps might use a low quality illustrations or photoshopped images okay so check if everything looks professional if it doesn't the application might be fake and when we're talking about the images and screenshots before you download you can look at um some images that come along with it to kind of preview it so if that's the case and it looks like it's lower quality than usual, then it's probably fake because, um, yeah, you're not going to want to mess that one up either. Okay. So review the permissions. This is after you've decided to click download and right before you hit install, it's going to have a list of permissions. So if everything looks good and you decide to download the app, take the time to review the permissions it's asking. So a flashlight wishing to access your contents uh, of your contacts or a calculator asking for access to your gallery might be a warning sign, okay? You can also check the app permissions in your phone settings and see if the apps you have installed before can't access more than they need. And you can do some restricting there as well on the back end if you do find that it's a little more valuable than, okay, like sure, it's asking to get my camera, but I can you can revoke that stuff. So it might take a little finagling, but it's probably not worth it because there's probably some legit calculator apps out there, especially one that probably comes with their phone, I would say. Okay, so how do fake apps end up on these official stores? Okay, while Google claims that it reviews all the apps and develops, uh, developers, thousands of malicious, malicious ones still sneak into the store. Okay, every couple of months, a new case with a list of fake Android apps pop up in the news until the next scandal. Okay, estimates say that in 2019, there were 25,647 blacklisted apps on Google Play alone, which was a huge drop from 108 the year before, 108,000. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, that was a slow year for uh, scams, I guess, 2019. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, just to put our app up on Google Play was so many iterations, it took weeks. Just, I mean, it took months to make the app, and then just to put it up was probably another month. It was a lot of back and forth, a lot of back and forth. So 
they're pretty litigious, I would say, about putting things on there. So Apple's App Store is considered to be a safer place, and their developers' verification process is much stricter. stricter. However, it still contains fake apps, too. So this isn't just an Android problem. So don't think you're out, okay? There are many other platforms that host mobile apps, too, such as Nine Game, Huawei's uh, Vmall App Store, Kihu 360's uh, Zushu Store, and um, Xiaomi's App Store. So... Google Play isn't the only one out there, and nor is uh, Apple Store. So there are some other ones, and those are the ones you need to look at too, probably even more so. Okay, so types of apps hackers target the most. Banking apps are huge, okay? Estimates say that 75% of Americans using banking or payment applications, making them an unpeeling, or a appealing, sorry, target for hackers, okay? As more people are shifting to digital currency, there will be more fake apps for Android and iOS roaming in the wild. So make sure if you, you know, get your new phone and uh, you're going to download your banking app, sometimes they can also push their app using sponsored uh, sponsored stuff. So we, they can push up like a Honeyman or Chase to a fake app. And if you download that, you are gone because you're going to be putting your credentials in and they're going to make it try to look as convincing as possible. Okay. Another one is games, okay? Hackers love games. In 2016, when Pokemon Go was released online, stores were flooded with its counterfeits and playing guides. One of those guides was downloaded by more than 500,000 people whose devices eventually got interject, or injected with malware. So that's pretty crazy. Updates, okay? We, we all occasionally receive update uh, reminders and most of us don't pay attention to them, okay? In 2019, an Android app called Updates for Samsung, that was the Android app, uh, appeared on Google Play, promising updates for any Samsung device in any region. However, when you started downloading the updates, the app would redirect you to a payment website offering to, oh my gosh, offering to purchase a subscription. Many people fell for the scam and the fake update app was downloaded 10 million times. Jeez, let's even assume like a thousand people out of that. Paid ten bucks. I mean, that's ten thousand dollars, and this person just made it up. I mean, it's pretty genius. Updates for Samsung is what the app was called. Wow. Okay. Well, we're gonna jump into how to protect ourselves against these fake apps. Okay. Stick to the official marketplaces. Okay. Even though official stores contain many malicious apps, as we just said, they're still the best option you have. Okay. Avoid downloading apps from third-party websites or stores. Okay. There's. I remember back in the day, I downloaded a lot of APK files from websites because. Some of the times it was, it was a way to get a free app or as a way around um, like the, you know, they download or sorry, they'd put on these websites if it was exclusive to iPhone because I've always been an Android guy. I could get something that was exclusive to a Apple phone as an APK and put it on my phone and they, that'd be cool. I mean, I have something that uh, other people wouldn't have on Android, but it's not safe and they definitely tell you not to do it. But uh, this was before everything. I think everything's pretty much unanimous on both Accords there. So next up, don't click on suspicious pop-ups or links received via text messages. That's like a big one, okay? While it might look like a message from a bank encouraging you to update your app, always do your research before taking any actions. Hackers often impersonate financial institutions to trick you into downloading malware, never downloading. Your bank hardly sends you anything um, as it is, but um, if you have those like annoying little withdraw things uh, that send your phone, stick to those. That should be a very... Uh, consistent number you get things from never a one-off message okay 
Enable two-factor authentication. This is another one. So an extra step when logging into services can save you a lot of money. If you have apps linked to your credit card, turn on that two-factor authentication. That's big if you have kids, to be honest. So even if hackers manage to steal your password, they wouldn't be able to log into your account. So that's an extra step. Doesn't take very long. I'd do it. All right. So next up, update your software on time. So regular updates strengthen your uh, smartphone security, make you less vulnerable to attacks. You can access the available updates directly on your phone. Don't fall for any suspicious websites or apps promising to update your system. They're not there to help. They're there to, uh, they're there to mess you up. Okay. They're there to mess up your phone. So uh, use a VPN. That's a that's another one. So a virtual private network uh, masks your IP address and encrypts your traffic, making you more resistant to cyber attacks. Okay, it's going to make you a little more dynamic. People aren't going to be able to know where you're at. You you know they don't know your next move, so they're not going to know where to send your stuff. So it makes you obviously more resistant to cyber attacks. So there's plenty of good VPNs out there. No, I'm not sponsored by anything particular, but if a particular VPN would love to sponsor the podcast, I'd love to do an episode of it. So guys, that is it for fake apps out there. Uh, lots of fun stuff. Um, obviously dangerous waters, but um, that is the internet. You know, the internet boasts a lot of that stuff. And it's all part of it. I mean, we all know that. We all know when we get on the internet that... Uh, you know, there's the possibility of getting things stolen from us because uh, there's a lot of crappy people out there. And we're uh, this whole faked podcast is here to help with, uh, you know, lessen the strain of some crappy people. So, guys, remember, with faked items, there are those who produce them, those who purchase them and those that listen to this podcast. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.